Welcome to the Searching for Meaning podcast. My name is Gonzalo, and I'm joined by my brother, Tiago. Hello. Hello. And today, it's a book review time. And this week, it's a more, uh, let's say, actionable book than the previous weeks. So this one focuses more on the practical side. It's a little bit on the mindset too, but most of it is going to be, what can you do right now to get results? And the book is called One Minute Manager by, who is it by? Because I don't remember the name. Do you? So the authors are named, fuck, this is great research, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway. uh, Okay, you can search. Yeah, and it's actually, well, okay, okay, Ken Blanchard and Spencer Johnson. Okay, those two those beautiful men. It's but actually the, the new version because it's a very old book, so it's called yeah. The New One Minute Manager. Manager. It's the new version. But yeah, it's a really concrete book full of strategies, not really a philosophic one, just full of good, concrete advice. Yeah. And uh, before we actually get into the book, I must say I really like the book because it's written in this dialogue fashion so it's the a young kid goes to the the manager the one minute manager and they go back and forth and he teaches him but in a dialogue way throughout the book and i really like that but tiago <laughs> I really did not it. like I, that yeah i didn't i didn't like it specifically because of how it was written like i enjoyed the the strategies he gave the tips he gave but i just the entire book i was just waiting for that part to be over so the the real book could start <laughs> <laughs> never yeah. happened but well i guess that's that i still found yeah. the book very interesting good strategies to, to like apply to your life but not the way it was written yeah that's where we diverge but anyway yeah so and yeah like the book is about managing uh most specifically managing people but like what i found interesting is that you can apply these same concepts to yourself and you'll manage yourself well quite well you know so yeah, 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 I also thought that like it's specifically made for managing people. So maybe if you have a business, this is uh, beneficial. But also like just dealing with everyday relationships, dealing with yourself. I think it's applied. Yeah. You can apply it to yeah. all areas of life. Yeah, because you know. it's like human behavior, pretty much. So yeah, exactly. and, yeah, and uh, it, it starts the book, or I, I think the the ending of the first chapter, if I'm not mistaken. There's this great quote, and it's so true. So I'm just gonna read it to you. So it's people who feel good about themselves produce great results. And, you know, this couldn't be more, any more true. And you kind of see this in, in jobs where people feel shitty. They just do the minimum they can do so they don't get fired, pretty much. Yeah. And like, no, yeah. Yeah, that's... And for example, imagine you're in a desk, desk job. You're kind of like, ah, just fucking around. When the boss comes, like, walks behind you, you pretend you're working. And then he goes yeah. by and you're like, ah, whatever back to reddit or uh-huh. some shit like that yeah yeah that's a, a good point you made like if, if your worker doesn't like his boss he's probably not gonna have respect for him so you won't try to to be productive when like the boss isn't seeing him that's not what you want yeah most of the yeah. if you have a business you want people to do <laughs> stuff because they like you they respect you so they want to actually help you in your business not just because they're afraid of you yelling at them yeah and uh actually about that I, we're still not getting into the book but i was researching yesterday and i found a, a, a very good article by simon sinek i don't know if you've heard of him have you no, yeah no. so he has um he also talks about leadership about 
kind of living your best life kind of way. But specifically, he talks mostly about how to be a good leader. And uh, there was okay. a very good article where he says, like, being a good leader, being a good boss, a manager, pretty much, it's almost like being a good parent. It kind of relates the same way. And he, he said a very funny example, which was, so imagine your kid comes home from school with like a C or a D, a shitty grade. You're not going to quote unquote yeah. fire your kid. You're not going to, your mm -hmm. first, let's say, impulse is not going to be to, first of all, blame him It's a, a little bit, but also to see where did I fail as a parent so that he had this grade. And if the same concept was okay. applied to, let's say, leaders, so if you'd say, hmm, so my, my worker is not producing the results I want. So how, what, uh, how did my actions play a part in this? How can I make him improve instead of, ah, fire this one, next one? Because, yeah, uh -huh. because most of the times, then the, the other one, if, even if it's good, but is inside a, a shitty culture, work culture, he's also going to become a shitty worker. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna. I think that also that long-term mindset because I, I think like every worker is for a manager or a, or a boss, whatever you are. It's like a, like you're comparing it to the kids example. It's a chance yeah. for you to grow to see where you where you've gone wrong. Uh, Jocko Willink has a like I really like his way of talking about leadership because it's all about you taking full responsibility yeah. for for everything. So if your worker or if your, if your kid did something bad. I think it's always beneficial to you to assume that it's because of you. You did something wrong in regards to him. You didn't show him yeah, how to do that yeah, exactly. specific task well enough. So always to always go back on yourself. Of course, there are people that just don't give a fuck and they're, those are the ones you have to fire. And they don't really, like, they are not putting the least amount of effort on anything. And that's the people you should fire. But that's like, most yeah. people aren't like that. They just don't have, don't have like, specific goals. Don't don't know how to do their job in the the most yeah. productive way, and I think that's where this book comes into action, just to get a, get a bit more inside of it. Absolutely, and it, it starts with the first like advice, quote unquote, they give, which is uh, let me find my notes. So yeah, so about first of all, you need to set a goal, and the boss needs to know the goal, and the worker needs to know the goal, and how he sets up it's it needs to be under. I think one page. No, it needs yeah, to be yeah, read in like under a minute. In a page. Whatever the goal is, let's say, yeah, yeah, and it must be hang up on the wall in front of them or somewhere where all of them can see and they can like constantly read it so they are reminded of the goal. Because like I didn't know this because this is more like uh, American work culture and work like work culture in general, which I don't have a lot of experience on. But so usually they have like uh, what's it called performance yeah. reviews every six months or every year so and imagine if only after six months are they going to tell you oh you're you're not like reaching your goal this was not even your goal but yeah for six like months horrible. you didn't know that then yeah then both no one parts gets lose it. yeah exactly but if from the beginning yeah but if from the beginning like both of them know oh this is the goal and if it's under a minute it needs to be something kind of specific so you kind of know where you're aiming at and yeah, if you're failing or like, if you're not failing. I feel like it's so, yeah. just a no-brainer that it seems amazing that it isn't like the normal practice for managers, managers to have. Just because yeah. it just feels like something that gives so much clarity to, to each of the parts, the worker and the manager. And I feel like reading it, it just seems like it makes so, so much sense for, 
for both the both both parties to be aligned in, the, in their goals and to review them regu regularly. It's like if you if if as you were saying, if you only do it like every six months, it's really like you're missing a lot of productivity on that. Yeah. Because you could have gotten that problem fixed in a week if you just have the the goals aligned with, with each other. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I think the the practices that they that they lay out are really good. They're they're really based on making you come to come come into face with your goals regularly. I think that's a really important thing. Most people may may set goals, but they yeah. don't really look at them all that all that much, and they just end up being forgotten. So I think the part yeah. of having them in a single page and reviewing them daily, I think that was a a concept that stuck with me because I just feel like, for, at least for the, the the type of person I am, if I make like a big multi-page goal list, I'll just yeah. never go to it because I, I don't feel like reading it. And yeah. when I don't go to it, I just eventually like stop caring about it. Yeah. Oh, and I, I, I think I said this in the last podcast, but, oh no, probably not. Yeah. So I, so two months ago, yeah, two months ago, I set up like my monthly goals, like monthly goals, midterm goals, one year and long-term goals, two years. And so like at the beginning of this month, I reviewed it for the first time. And it was super interesting because I had like the, the daily things I had to do. So meditation, reading, researching for the podcast, gym, whatever, more things. And it was funny because there were some things I thought I, I was like, oh yeah, I did it most days, right? Maybe once or twice I failed. But then I went to check with the Excel sheet where I put everything. So if I did it or not, and for example, yeah. reading, which I thought I did like, I don't know, 80% of the time, I only did 50% of the time. Oh, so it was like 15 out of 30 or something. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Was like from, for a second, I was like, fuck, no, this can't be true. But then it's like, no, this, this is true. And mm -hmm. to me, it just proved that if you don't manage shit, like if I had just said to myself, I'm just going to read every day. And yeah. then I would, I would have thought that I, I kind of read every day, even though mm -hmm. I only read 50% of what I achieved for. Yeah, that's the good yeah. thing about measuring your goals. It's like the old what gets me measured gets managed and it's true like if you haven't uh wrote written down that thing on the excel sheet first of all you would you think you'd be doing good so you wouldn't change anything and then you wouldn't really like have that that real life like clash like you only yeah. did it half half of the time now now you know what you did wrong and what what needs to change i feel like, like that's uh that that man that sentence like the what gets measured gets managed. Yeah. It feels like so important to me. Just that's Absolutely. the perfect example for it. Yeah. yeah, because if you were, yeah, it's true. And But the thing is, it's boring. You know, you need to come to the terms. It's, it's yeah, fucking it's boring. boring. And it's, some, it's sometimes like, I must be honest, some days it feels very robotic because mm -hmm. it's like all those tasks and you don't feel like you can relax until all of them are done. But kind of like, I, but then I thought to myself, what's the fucking alternative to this? Just to not get shit done? I'd rather have some yep. days which are more robotic kind of thing, but like get my fucking goals done. Because now, for example, taking yeah. the reading example, now I know, oh, okay, so I don't know, maybe every two days I don't read or every other day I don't read. Then you can kind of, you're conscious of that. So you're like, oh, today is one of those days where I probably will not read. So you come up with a plan so you can fucking read on that day. There you go. Yeah. You managed it. You measured it. You managed it. Success. Bing. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Yeah. And I really need, I think I'm going to steal that idea of yours of the Excel sheet. It's because I feel like I have the same problem and I'm just 
so right now I also I also wrote down those goals like the the monthly, the yearly, and like half yeah. semesterly, whatever. And but I, I'm not really tracking them down as much as I should. So not it's not really something. It's probably the same case of you. Like I think I'm doing them, but probably if I would would work to track it down in an Excel page, yeah. maybe I would be the same. So also need to get yeah. down on that. Because the thing is, the brain is very tricky. You know, the brain will always. Yeah, yeah, it's it's always gonna strive for comfort. Food. So if and one day you're tired, it's gonna tell you, ah, don't read today, never mind. And then let's say two days later, you think back, you're like, did I read or not? I probably fucking read. Ching check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and another thing, if you're gonna do the Excel sheet, uh, make sure. So I do it. I kind of tr- as I do it, I like copy paste done after, so I know I did it. Okay. But there will be days which I noticed myself. At least last month, I kind of went by three days without, you know, measuring, without mm-hmm. putting there on the sheet. Okay. And then I was thinking back, and I could not remember. Oh. Okay. I was like, did I read or not? Did I? I don't know. Yeah. Man, the, the brain is fucking tricky. Even when you yeah. when you have an, an Excel page, it finds like it finds a way of, even like after just like trying to fuck up, fuck up what you do. Yeah. 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 But anyway, we're kind of off track a yeah. little bit here. Back to the book. <laughs> <laughs> back to the fucking book. So. Yeah. Uh, kind of, we kind of go into the first real advice they give, which is, da, da, da. Wait, it's, fuck, where is it? <laughs> oh God, <laughs> I have the sheet brand. Yeah, it's me. about the the one minute goals. Sorry, it's the first thing it talks about. No, no. Uh, oh yeah, after the one minute goals, I mean, because okay. we kind of already went over that. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, Just yeah, the one minute. Fuck, man, I'm not finding it. One minute. Praise. The one minute praise, exactly. Oh, it's here. So, um. Yeah. They start this chapter, or end, I don't remember, with the quote, help people reach their full potential, catch them doing something right. And I think we all have this experience where maybe you were starting out something new or maybe even something you already knew. And somebody kind of gave you a compliment on something you were working hard. Maybe you were learning how to draw and they said, man, I really like that, uh, let's say, very expressive style you have, very yeah. powerful. And then you will forever think to yourself, if you respect that person, that you have a powerful fucking style and you will think highly of your work. However, if in that same moment while you were learning, let's say, and you, you're kind of unsure of what you're doing, the person said, oh, that's kind of it's kind of weird. Maybe you should not do that anymore. Like that. Then you'd kind of feel more insecure about your work. Mm-hmm. So what they, oh, yeah. what they tell here is when people are, let's say, this applies always, but especially when people are starting out, try to catch them doing something right of what you teach them how to do because that way not only will they be more motivated to you know to keep going because they think they're doing something right but they'll respect you more because they know they're fucking up in some things but they also know that you decided to not to go straight for that and instead recognize your good work Mm -hmm. they give you respect and to take this more into like a personal level this is how you get people like i'm not saying like to to make people change that shouldn't like I don't think that's a good goal of yours, but if you want someone to, to like, to improve in a given topic, the way to do it is to, to try to catch them doing it and then praising them. Yeah. It's not on like punishing them when they're not doing it. Like the best way is always to, like, if you, for example, let's say you, you want your, your your partner to start going to the gym or whatever, and you you're already going. Like maybe when when you see him like doing something like a physical activity, you just give him like a slight praise, and then you slowly build that up yeah. until they eventually go to the gym or whatever. 
it's not, maybe not it's not the best, best example, but the 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 point of the thing is if you want to influence people for the better, do it with a positive tone. Yeah. Oh, that you said it's maybe not the best example, but I think it's the perfect example because it's funny. I think one month ago I saw a video by Jordan Peterson, which was uh, how yeah, to have a, how to have a, a better relationship. I think was the, did uh -huh. you see that video? Yeah, yeah, I was and yeah, he was referring to that. <laughs> he was talking about uh, the the same way you change people. It's kind of the same way you change rats, to change their behavior, yeah. which is they when you need to wait for them to do something you want. And when they do it, you reward them. And you do that enough times so that you expect that they recognize the behavior. So there was a man who was trying to teach his rats, just to use the example, to kind of like climb over, um, not climb over, but to go across, um, how, this, how do you call it? Like pull up bars in sequence, kind of to go over them. Okay. One end after the other. I'm doing the example. The Anyway, moving on. The way he thought, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we the way he thought the rats to monkey do that, bars. I think it's the name. Yeah, monkey bars. They, he wanted the rats to go across them. The way he, he teach them was first, once the rat like just touched the first bar, he gave them a candy, and then the rat was kind of like, hmm, I must have done something right, but he didn't know what was. So then, when he did the second time, eventually he gave them another candy, and like step by step, he got the fucking rats to move across the monkey bars. Mm -hmm. But this yeah, is kind of real yeah. life. And in the work example, if you're the boss, you're, you're always not going to be praising them. We're going to get to the part when they do something wrong. But especially in personal relationships, you're not going to be telling people what they did wrong because they don't give yeah, a fuck about it. You're not going to be telling yeah. your wife that she's fat, you should go to the yeah. gym. <laughs> and even if, if you don't like that she's not fit, the right way is not to approach her like that. She doesn't give a fuck, yeah. you know? It's especially with women. Yeah. It, it's not, it, <laughs> but, yeah. Or even a man because it's not like... Because in a job... They're there to do the job right. But if they're just your friends or mm -hmm. something, they're they're not there to please you, you know, just because you want them to not be fat. Uh -huh. So, yeah, that's a very good approach. And it's, you know, proved in rats. So it must be true. Yeah, Pro <laughs> proven by rats. Can't fail yeah. in you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bulletproof. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so. Okay, yeah, so yeah, moving, moving on. on. The, um, hmm? Okay. To the... It's the last, that's actually the last kind yeah. of topic he talks about. So it's the, it's called One Minute Redirects. Yeah. It's just like, uh, basically, so you, you start with one minute goals, then to, to reinforce those, those goals, I'd say it goes with the praises. But then you have to be realistic and realize that people will still make mistakes. There are things, like, especially in the business, your, your employees will be doing stuff yeah. wrong. And... You need to have a good way to address that, and I feel like the the way he calls it, he calls it one minute. They call it actually. There are two authors. They call it one minute redirects, which is basically a redirect is like when you see someone doing something wrong, instead of punishing them or like telling them they're doing something bad, you redirect them into the the correct way. So I feel like this is also a, like a powerful powerful concept instead of the the typical yell at your employee because he's doing something wrong instead you're trying to push him into the right direction you're still being firm and so you're not not being a jelly manager let's say making it trying to make everyone feel good but you're actually you're stepping up but in a way that you you still maintain the respect you created but at the same time you're doing what needs to be done to improve the productivity in, in your company yeah 
And I feel like uh, the concept kind of boils down to you're trying the best as you can to separate uh, the mistake they did from their personal value. Because it's very human and natural for us to feel offended when people critique our work and for us to identify with our work. You know, the, the, the best example is, and I had this, so when I was in school and I liked to draw, if somebody's like a teacher said poorly of my drawing, I kind of took it as a personal yeah. offense. Like it, it was not about the work itself. You kind of got offended because they critiqued mm -hmm. your work. So uh, yeah, that's what the one minute redirect is doing. So you're, you're like, as soon as you see the mistake, you, you tell them because let's give the, imagine you wait six months until their performance review. And then you just have like a list of 20 fucking yeah. mistakes they did. First of all, they're going to get way more offended. They're not going to learn anything. And then they're just going to feel kind of scared because, you know, the next time six months pass, there's going to be a shit ton of mistakes. Yeah, yeah just feel like this is the best way to like yeah. when you, it's like really important. When you catch someone doing the mistake, just tell them right there. Don't wait because that's yeah. when people get it the most. We're, we're, at the end of the day, we're still animals and we response, we are heavily influenced yeah. by hormones and impulses. And one of the biggest things that all animals have is the response to to a certain action. So if you see that something causes you pain, be that emotional or physical, you're probably not trying to, try to not yeah. going to do it. But the key <coughs> thing is you have to associate that pain with the action. And that's the best thing. So the best way yeah. to do it is immediately after the, the mistake. And yeah. yeah. And so uh, as like a, an example of what that would look like. So let's imagine you, Tiago, you were putting some data on an Excel sheet and you make a mistake. I don't know, you put it on the wrong bracket. So I spot that, I just go, hey, Tiago. So I noticed you're putting the, the X on the Y, for example, and it should be X on the X. Uh, I just wanted to know, uh, that's not how we do it here. We just put X on the X. Uh, but anyway, moving forward, I just wanted to know that this is not anything against you. I still truly believe in your value. That's why we hired you. But yeah, just pay, just keep that in mind. Then you move on. Yeah, that's like something like that. You know, and that's way better than just saying like, "Yo, the X goes on the X." What are yeah. you doing? Like, you're yeah. So a bad example would be like, <laughs> so I walk by Tiago. I'm like, Tiago, what the fuck? The X goes on the X. Come on, you know this. And then I just keep yeah, like, walking again. I'm going because then that person gets fucking yeah. stressed. Yeah, like you're gonna get stressed if I'm if a boss talks and to you. And if you're like the that. boss, like people aren't going to like you if you do that. Like. Just bottom yeah. line, you you don't want to create an environment where people don't like you. That's not good for you and not good for them. So yeah, I have a I have an example yeah. right now. So she's not gonna hear this. So <laughs> so <laughs> no, but so I I work in a coffee shop right now, and the the not the boss, but the manager, let's call her. So the one who's in in charge of that whole operation there, she does not know any of this because. <laughs> So let's let's nice. imagine you're doing a coffee you're doing a coffee you do it wrong. A good approach would be like, oh, by the way, um, you can that was not the proper way. You just do it like this. I show you, and then but and no problem. We just do another one, and uh, you know then just do the whole other yeah. part. Bye bye. You still have good work anyway. The the wrong way is how she does. It's like, oh my god, that's not how you do a coffee. The clients are gonna go away. Oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because what and. I'll just tell you the the personal feeling you get when you do that is that you're kind of walking on eggshells. Mm -hmm. It's like, and then you're afraid to fail. And because you're afraid to fail, things move slower. Because it's way faster to make a mistake and fix it than to 
try to avoid making the mistake all the time. Yeah, it's not going to work. Your employees or the, pe the people in your life should not be afraid. Should not be afraid to make mistakes, yeah. because at the, when they're at when that starts, you just get. First of all, people are like it's like people are scared of you or something, and that's just like doesn't yeah. feel right to anyone, I think. And then, yeah, like you said, people just go slower because if you're trying to avoid stepping on every single eggshell, you're going to go a lot fucking slower. And if, if instead yeah. you just embrace that mistakes are going to happen, and if you know that your manager or whatever, whatever person is watching you or in your life, like if you know that they're just going to be like, okay, you made a mistake, nothing against it, just fix it. Like That's way different than someone who just yeah. melts when you make a mistake. Yeah. And I, I say also yeah, exactly. another like imp the most important part for me after this is just like, when the mistake is over, just, it's over. Don't keep on like. I see this a lot, especially yeah. in relationships. People just like, someone makes a mistake and then they just keep on. They tell them about the mistake, but then they just keep on pushing it every single day. Just like, oh, Roma, do you remember when you did that mistake? You always do that. <laughs> like, yeah. No one fucking enjoys that. That just drains drains you. Yeah. And especially in what, what's your and uh, sorry to yeah, cut you off. Sorry. Especially in a work environment when there's the boss worker relationship because you have no power. You just need to shut up and eat it. Pretty much. Yeah. It's not like you can be like, yo, bro, what the fuck? That's not what I learned on the one minute manager. How don't yeah. you? <laughs> yeah, you're not going to say that, you know, because you can't. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah, you just end up creating a lot of resentment. Yeah, exactly. That's not what you want from your employees and from the people yeah. in your life. Because that that shows, like, especially in the, the employee situation, he can't yell at you back or he can't really reply to you, to you as he want, uh, would want. Yeah. Just because you're in the, like, if you're the boss, you're in a higher position. Yeah. And I think so, as a boss, you kind of need to be conscious of that. And you need to know that Yeah. it's kind of like you're their parent, almost. Because even more, because they can talk shit to you. Like, a kid can talk back to their parents. But a worker, like, a worker is only going to talk back to the boss if he's ready to get fired. If he's already, it's like, I'm out, I'm done with yeah, this. So, and you never want to push people to that point. Because, first of all, that's, yeah. even aside from work, that's not how a... A, a good human being, quote unquote, wants to live. That's not how you want to live. To you know, have good relationships with people, and and then the other thing is, when people don't like their boss and they don't respect them, it leads back to that thing where they just do the minimum amount of work possible to not get criticized, to not feel the quote unquote pain of their screams. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's and the... like that's not what you want. Because if you if you work like they they work in this book, and if you praise people. And they actually respect you and they enjoy their work. They're gonna work more. You're gonna work better. End of story. Yeah, yeah. That's just the, the bottom line of it. Like, you want, you don't want people to be afraid of you. Like, I think that's yeah. the the most like important thing if you're running a business, because, like, if people are afraid of you, it's like, yeah, it's just the thing. They will go slower. They'll be afraid of making mistakes, and that's not what you want. Because at the end of the day, mistakes are the way you learn the the most. Yeah. Like, People grow the most. Isn't they don't grow out of making like things successful. They grow out of the mistakes they make, and yeah. you want to create an environment where they are free to uh, to make mistakes. Of course, you want to make to you want them to fix them, but create that open space for people to make mistakes in your yeah. life, in in your business, whatever you 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 want to apply this. I think it's just has a tremendous value. Yeah, and I was hearing Gary Vee talk. I've been hearing him talk about this for quite a while, which is, it kind of boils also down to, you always need to be the bigger person, quote unquote. So what I mean by bigger person is, if somebody is upset and resentful, 
you should always try and strive for, you know, being the, the one who understands, being like, okay, I can't understand your point of view. You, and there's also a very good uh, Warren Buffett quote about managing your emotions. Actually, I'm going to search it, but it boils down to as lo- for as long as you cannot manage your emotions, you're, you, you're kind of like a, a slave to them. So whenever you feel, you know, let's say angry, you're going to express that anger. When you feel resentful, you're going to express that resentment. But in a way that is not controlled, it's going to just, it's going to come out. And, yeah. you know, that's not what you want. And that's not what people want from you. Yeah, you always want to be in control of your, uh, your emotions. So, yeah, this is the, the three main topics of the book. Then just like, I just want to highlight some cool, because at the end of each chapter, they, he had some cool quotes. Yeah, yeah. And I just really enjoyed those. So one of them, I think one of the most, the most like the one that I, I liked the most was, take a minute to look at your goals, then look at what you're doing and see if it matches your goals. I feel like this is just, I feel like most, because when people want to make change, like they want to improve at something, you want to fix up your nutrition, be healthy, go to the gym. Like most of the times, I think you'll fail just because you weren't aware of what you're doing. So maybe you're just like, you're sitting at home, you're watching a TV show and you're not really like actively thinking, oh no, I'm missing the gym because of this. No, you're just like watching the show and you're kind of that blank mind state where you're not really aware of anything. But if you actually make like little reminders throughout the day, just like this one, just to take a minute to look at your goals and then you'll eventually think, then you'll eventually look at what you're doing and if you compare those things and see that if they don't, they don't match, the activity you, you're doing doesn't match with the ultimate, ultimate goal you want to do or you want to achieve, like, I feel just that reminder will get people to, to act. At least for me, yeah. like, most of the times when I'm failing at achieving a goal, it's just because I'm not being aware enough of it. Yeah. And I just feel like this, this hit it spot on. Yeah. And also that mixed with the needs to be short one minute you know and very specific we've talked about this before but like just to go back to it your goals need to be specific as much as specific as they can be so if you're trying to lose weight your goal should not be i want to lose weight or let's say oh no the way sorry the way you're going to lose weight let's say i want to lose 10 kilograms in one year for example Mm -hmm. your map to getting there your plan should not be i'm going to go to the gym three times per week because that's not going to work because you can go to the gym and take a shit in the gym and then go back and your goal is done <laughs> for the day. But so let's a better plan would be I'm going to go to the gym and do bench press for three sets of five reps and I'm going to do squats for blah, blah, blah. blah. And anyway, very specific yeah. so that you can like check market when once you're done. And, you know, there's yeah. going to be goals which are harder for that. For example, for us, for the podcast. So for me, I want to improve my speaking. But that's kind of hard to measure because mm-hmm. it's not like a numbers thing. It's not like a, it's a very, yeah, it's, not con- it's not a concrete thing. So of, those not, goals are harder. Yeah. But for most goals, and if you're starting out with achieving goals, most goals can be boiled down to very basic things. Let's say you want to, you have social anxiety. Maybe your goal is to talk to the lunch lady and for 30 seconds, then one minute, and then you move up from there. But make sure yeah. it's, First of all, it's a very specific goal. Then you have a very specific map to getting there and then readjust along the way, which is also one of the most important things because the person who you are right now setting up this goal is not the person who you're going to be when you achieve the goal. 
And so to achieve the goal, you will need to change across this path, which will, or, or what will also need to happen across the path is the goal or the way to getting to the goal is going to change. Yeah. Because so when you started you out, you, you didn't know how it would feel when you get mm -hmm. halfway and so on. Not, what, <clears throat> that's really important because you need, I think that we are, yeah, we are already talking about, we're all, we already talked about this, and I think it was the last podcast, but you need to start where you are. And I think to do this, like for example, taking the social anxiety example, like you need to find the minimum effective dose for changing what you want to change. Because that's, mm -hmm. that's the most consistent and probable way that you will achieve it. So in this case, like if you have social anxiety, your goal should not, shouldn't be like going to talk, going to give a public speak. Like that yeah, is yeah. too much of a massive goal. Like most people who have social anxiety can't do that. They can't go to that amount of pressure initially. But what you can do is maybe just say hi to a stranger. Or if you can't do that, just let's imagine like you're, you're riding your car, just wave at someone passing by. You yeah. don't even have to deal with the, like with the response. But <laughs> yeah. just, just starting with the minimum amount of things, like if you can do something, if you can't do something and replicate it every single day, that's where you should start. I, Jordan Peterson talks about this, but For sure. basically just w when he dealing with patients in his clinic, he just tries to find like the minimum, um, the minimum positive thing they can, they can do in their life, but that they can do consistently. That's where you start. Yeah. You don't start from the, the top. You start where, where you are. Yeah. Then eventually you adjust and you set bigger goals. Which is one of the hardest parts, to be honest, because... Yeah, it is. Let's imagine what you do when you try to achieve a goal. You go and search people already achieve it. Maybe YouTube, maybe read. And you kind of want to get there, but you don't want the years that took them to get there. So you're kind of like, hmm, so I want to be, be a public speaker like Tony Robbins. So what, are, what is the one secret, Tony, that I can use to get there? There's no secret. It's action over time, period. Massive but you action. you don't want to take yeah you, you don't want to take massive action over time because that takes hard work, and mm -hmm. I, I, this would used to happen to me, which was I would get very discouraged at the beginning because I would look at the mountain in front of me, and I would just think this is fucking impossible, so I'm just gonna watch a movie. But yeah. what I what I failed to realize back then was that even if I I'm not gonna go to the top of the mountain right away, but I can take the first step, and that's much better than taking no step. Because exactly. one step after the other, done a lot of times, will get you to the top. That's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah, I think like we, we talk we talk a lot about this concept on the podcast, but I feel like just because it's such a powerful thing, and at least for me, it's just something so recent that I just want to talk about it all the time because yeah. I feel like in our current like society where we are, when people are trying to change, they don't go with the, the mentality of patience, kaizen, like we talked on the last yeah. podcast. They just want to go fucking all out and get it done as fast as possible. And I think that's really like 99% of the people can't do that. Of course, maybe there's some guy with just amazing toler tolerance for pain and he can really like set up those brave goals. But most people can't. And you just need to realize that you're probably most people. So yeah, yeah. Don't try to... <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's, a, that's also a great quote. Like, if you're like most people, then like most people, you don't think you are like most people. Yeah kind of a mind fuck, but if you wrap your mind around it, like, it's true, and I think that's where it comes from, when we try to set those big goals, we feel that just we're special to the point that we can just go past the, the hard work, we don't, 
we don't have to do that. We're we're more than that. Yeah. And that's not true. Like you're human, and you probably need to put in the, the hours, the repetitions, the massive time, the ma- massive amount of time that it takes to really be good at something. Yeah. But just acknowledge that and start. Because if you start today, maybe in a year, two years, five years, you'll be amazing at what you're doing. Yeah. And instead, if you're just always setting big goals and doing them for a week and then failing and then starting again, you'll be at like maybe 5% better at the end of five years. Yeah. Which... Yeah, you have to commit. And um, one of the scary things for most people, myself included, is that to commit to something, to one thing, I mean, is to reject all other things related to that thing. So, mm-hmm. if, we, for example, for us to start this podcast and this Instagram account like 100% is to reject all other options of Instagram accounts and podcasts that we could do. Yeah. Or yeah. And for example, when you go to the gym and you stick to one program, is to reject all other programs that could be infinitely better, but you don't know. When you start a business, it's it's the same thing. For like across everything you're gonna do that you commit, and let's say to a relationship, to commit to one woman is to reject all other women in the world. Yeah. And I feel like that's like the problem. I think people, and especially like A type personalities, I think they just can you just explain? Can you explain perfection. what is A type personality? Okay, yeah. So like when I, uh, when I talk about A-type personalities, just like the, the go-getter, okay. basically. The, 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 guy just, the guy or girl that just wants to like, get things done as fast as possible, be the most productive yeah. possible. Like, yeah. When you see him like a real go-getter. And I feel like those ty- types of people, they are, I think they are heavily drawn to perfection. And I think they overvalue it. Because at the end of the day, I don't, think, I don't even think perfect should be something... To strive for, for because as humans we just get lost in the in it because we can never find perfection yeah. perfection so we just get lost searching it and the the best example is that the, the the workout plan like yeah you're probably never going to find the perfect workout plan you, yeah you, you, yeah it's not but what's bad it's way better to find a like the an eighty percent good workout plan and follow that for two two three months then to just going around between in 90%, like if it's yeah. on a scale of 1 to 10. So if you, if you, if you stick with an 8 out of 10 workout plan and you just do it for 3 months, it's way better than if you would like cycle between 9s every yeah, few weeks. Yeah, because then you would get nothing because, done. And yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what I think most people do when they set yeah. And also what happens is you kind of get tired of the search for the perfect thing and you just change subjects or kind of areas of expertise especially in business or careers, yeah. that's what kind of happened to me before. And, and it's, it's, yeah, me too. it's a very kind of like basic instinct. I don't know. It's very hard to control that, to not just jump into the next thing right away. Yeah. yeah. It is, it is. It's like... Because it's, yeah. I, I, it's something you have to fight against. I like, I still, it's, it's still strange for me, but that's still a flaw I have. It's, it's kind of weird seeing it as a flaw because you look at it, it's like, oh no, we just... You want to do more, that's good, right? In this case, it's not. like You need to start, you need to have the patience and the humility to start where yeah. you are. And that's the, those are qualities, like taking it slow. The more and more I, I look at it and I, as I experience life and I gain, gain more wisdom, the more I see that that is true. Like the, the one who wins the race at the end of the day, I don't want to say it's <laughs> a turtle, but it's the person who, take, who takes... Who, who's, who builds, who takes the time to yeah. build a foundation. And this is like any very successful person you see is like that. So for example, 
I don't know, like take Warren Buffett, one of the the richest men's, the third richest man on the planet, to be more specific. This man dedicated his whole life to investing. That's it. The biggest com- the biggest yeah. company in the world, for example, take Apple. They they focused down on like three to four devices to start, and then they kind of branched out a bit. But like how many fucking products they have? It's like five products. It's the watch, the iPad, it's the computer, the yeah. laptop, and then the phone. Boom, that's it. It's it's yeah. very narrow. Down. Those are like the biggest cases of success yeah. in history. Yeah, Just follow them. It's and then of course there's like there's exceptions, but for for most for the most part is the it's like the eighty twenty rule. Focus on the twenty percent that are going to bring you the eighty percent of the results. And like this does not mean that you're yeah. going to work twenty percent of the time. It means that hundred percent of the time or eighty percent of the time you're going to be working on those twenty percent. That's it. That's it. That's a good and, way to put it. And it's hard because, especially like nowadays, we have YouTube, we have internet, we have Instagram, we have these very fast ways of getting information. It's very easy to, as you're trying to watch a video about, I don't know, comedy, a Ty Lopez ad pops up and you're like, oh, maybe I should start my social media agency. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. But maybe, maybe you could do that. But if you're going to do that, do it 100%. And yeah. really think about it and then commit to it. Don't just... I'm just going to jump in the pool. Whatever you do, I think the, the idea we're trying to pass is just focus on it. Yeah. Do the one single thing that will that you really want to do. Don't don't branch out on everything. Just really focus on yeah. the one point. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, with all of this, we kind of swam away yeah, from we kinda, the book. <laughs> we, we swam. We, <laughs> we kind of got away from our, what we're talking about here. Yeah. The, but I don't think there's much more to the book. Than yeah, that, the book was kind of like it was, it was, it was a small book. I think it was filled with just three little gems about the yeah. one minute go, the goals, the prices, and the re- redirects. I think that's that's it for the book. It was a I think it was a good book. It had good some good knowledge in it. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it just because I really didn't like the way it was written, honestly. But that, that's how dare personal you? Preference. <laughs> Most like it, it's a classic. Most people enjoy it, but yeah. it just wasn't for me. And I think these are concepts that they're very you know, how do you say, very fast to, to hear and to try to implement, but they're going to take a long time for them to become natural. Because I notice, like, even in myself, if I try to, oh, try to praise yourself when you do something nice. Most of the times, it's not what I do. It's, I mean, it is sometimes, but it's not like, oh, good for you, Gonzalo, you did something right. It's, yeah. That's not natural. And the same applies for when I do something wrong. The first thought that pops up in my mind is like, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> it's not it's you not like oh shit. oh it's okay it's okay did it no it's like what the fuck are you doing you retard yeah. that's the the thought that pops up in my mind yeah but that's also like a good thing like if you're the kind of person that is really hard on yourself then you need to be softer on yourself and if you're to the a kind certain of, point it, yeah to a, a certain point of course yeah. like you need to be i don't it's not you don't have to be cruel to yourself i think that's the yeah. the, yeah, drawing, exactly. the line like stop being cruel to yourself be hard but not cruel and I feel like the, the people that are drawn to that should really go try to implement practices of forgiveness and of gratefulness. And I feel like the, on the other side, it's like you have your power lifter and your yogi. Yeah. So if you're yeah. a power lifter, you probably hate yoga. And if you're a yogi, you probably hate power lifting. But guess what? If you're a power lifter, you probably need that mobility and flexibility because you're just lifting every shit every day. And if you're a yogi, you probably need that strength because you're just stretching every day. Mm. And I think that's the same thing with your mentality. If you're a really like easygoing person, maybe you need some kind of discipline and hardship on your yeah. life. And if you're like a really tense, 
disciplined person, like very serious. When you make mistakes, you are really cruel on yourself. Maybe you need to like take up dance classes or yeah. go <laughs> running on the park. Yeah, you kind of need to find that very thin line of where where things are balanced. So the same thing if you're mm -hmm. if you're a nice guy, you probably need to be more of an asshole. And if you're an asshole, you probably need to be a bit more nice. But to a certain point, it's a very never a, very, a nice guy. A very thin line, you know. It's, yeah. it's and it's very hard to balance and for the most part it's gonna take your whole life until you can kind of get to a point where you're like huh i kind of figured it out or maybe not but yeah that's it i don't think for yeah. me i don't have anything else to say on this subject yeah me neither i think this it's a, it's a short book yeah so a short podcast so i think that's where we finish so this was episode yeah. number eight of the searching for meaning podcast if you enjoyed uh just leave us just leave us a like subscribe no just if you enjoyed <laughs> uh, we also have an Instagram page called Paths of Meaning. Uh, we post daily images there, uh, quotes, uh, some longer texts. And yeah, just overall what we are learning at the moment, what we like. So go follow us we there if you like. If you want to suggest any book or any topic for the podcast, please contact us there. And it was a pleasure doing this podcast. So until yeah. next time. Pleasure. Goodbye.